Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Demo Media. Thank you a lot, Tango, as always. Uh, in fact, I was riding in the car yesterday, and I was trying to think about what I just said, and I couldn't do it. Your, your the intro word, The actual introduction, I couldn't actually remember the sequence of words mm. if I think about it. Mm. It was pretty, pretty interesting. I've sat here sometimes and thought, did Dave do the intro? And then I'm like, it's just, it just comes out. Yeah. I really couldn't tell you what the hell I just said. That being said, um, if you're confused as to what I'm talking about now, you most likely confused, oh, I'm maybe not so confused, but maybe lost interest in our rambling conversation about the Apple uh, demo with Vision Quest or Vision Pro. I want to call it Vision Quest now because <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that movie. Matthew Modine's finest work. Um, also about wrestling. I, I also have been thinking about how you guys were Shaming me for who spitting. was shit? We were in awe of your spit weight loss. Method. Listen, Speak all of the yourself, all of the spitting and running in a sweatsuit would have been worthwhile if I actually won a match. <laughs> Is that true? Are you? Yeah, I told you I've never won a wrestling match. I was zero for ten. Damn. Really? Yeah. That is. Yeah, you're a jobber, Dave. In the business, we call that a jobber, like someone who just takes the fall all the time. Yeah. Well, the reason why I continue to be put in is because I was the only person that could fulfill that weight class. So it was better to have me lose than to forfeit team points as a whole. Cause you need to, I see. So it's, it's an interesting right. situation. It was like a team gymnastics event. They're like, Oh, we don't have anybody to do the rings. Let's just get Chang to hang up there. And like, <laughs> just hang him up there for it as long as he can hang. If he loses terribly, if we don't fill it, that's like a deduction of right. 25. We'll points. be DQ'd if, he, if we yes. don't have anybody. So just ro- let's just, just wheel Chang out there and have him <laughs> roll around That's the mat awesome. with this guy. That's, That's cool, a team man. Very few people have a 0% winning percentage in wrestling, but I'm telling you the truth. I did. How many matches do you think that is? 10. Oh, oh and 10 is your record. Yeah. Were you close on any of them? No. <laughs> no. Wait, what, what weight class was this? If you don't it was 189. Damn. Yeah. So just killers in there. That's, that's yeah. scary. Yeah, just total killers. You know, when you're at that weight class, you're wrestling people that have full beards. I'm seeing a bunch of 189-pound high school kids and going, oh, and... (laughs) That's... That was was rough. I got got pummeled. God, no. I mean, honestly, some of these... Also, how long of my wrestling career is this? (laughs) I was wrestling our star wrestler, and we were doing... There's this move where you effectively... It's like a bear hug. Like I wrap my arms around you mm-hmm. somehow. If you're if you're in 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 in, in uh, you're grappling, and if you almost like a judo move, you flip your hips and you open it. You can toss them the other way. Mm-hmm. I did it on our star wrestler. I uh, injured his shoulder. <laughs> I feel bad. I felt so bad. I really um, didn't perform it correctly. <laughs> That's, that's outrageous, dude. And there's like no water boy style redemption to this story. It's no, just no. then you. I was like, you know what? Maybe the sport. Yeah, I'm better at sports where I just have to smash myself into another person, <laughs> right, and hit you as hard as possible. That was the sports. Anything I had to deal with uh, moving balls, impossible. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Including bowling balls, not for me. <laughs> Table tennis, not for me. Golf is the one sport where it's stationary and I could do. 
right? Uh-huh. But clearly, eventually, not for me either. <laughs> the only sport for me is smashing myself into another human being, including, honestly, this is the sad reality, sumo. I would be really... That's like, <laughs> fucking sumo. Honestly, as a, as a big boy Asian, like a lifelong big boy Asian, coming to terms with the fact that you probably would be a good sumo wrestler is, is, a, is a sign of real growth. <laughs> Extremely good as a defensive, offensive lineman, all league. <laughs> Found my calling. Which means I probably would have been extremely good uh-huh. at sumo. I think so. Taken me 45 years to really just come to that conclusion. Right. Because I've been... When, when you see it, if you're not a big boy Asian, you don't know what it's like to like see representation in the negative way. <laughs> As I was saying, this is a huge, this is, this is a breakthrough yeah, for you. This is like, this is like me being like, you know what? I am kind of like a panda bear. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of am like a panda bear. It's not, not a, a, a E Honda from Street Fighter. It's like, <laughs> fuck me, man. I'm sorry. E Honda is yoked. Okay. It's going to be E Honda's respect. Um, but yeah, I don't know where we went with this. I've just come into <laughs> a just, confessional that I've now accepted that. I'm proud of in you. Another, not even another universe, a multiverse. In this life, you would have been a good sumo wrestler. <laughs> you might still be able to achieve Yokozuna <laughs> status. Like, I think that, uh, I'm serious. I think this is a big step toward personal growth. Accepting, accepting the truth <laughs> that all those kids are like, hey, sumo boy. We're probably right. Like, probably right. That's what I'm good at. In football, I, I can right. smash myself into you and hit you harder. Right. But there's no other skill involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is this the same? This is the same as if, I mean, you know, can you admit that you should be good at basketball and you have wasted your entire life by not being good at basketball? <laughs> Guys, I, so in that same vein, I don't think I have the athletic, like, he's not there yet. Thing. He's not there. All you no, need to be is like, I should have been try, You didn't try hard enough. I played basketball as a kid. I was terrible. I once made three shots in a row. I celebrated because I had never experienced anything that no. euphoric. That was it. You'll get there someday. <laughs> anyway. Um, I wasn't trying to talk about uh, Yokozuna status. <laughs> it's really, really, it's, it's, a, it's a gut punch to come to that conclusion. I mean, you know what's sick about it is like the, the way you get to eat too is No, it's cool. gross. That's, That's gross. I don't want eat, to be. That is, that is, oh, come on. No, no, no. It's gross, man. I don't want it, man. He's still got ways to go. He's still got ways to grow. I don't want it. It's sad. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new pure leaf blackberry iced tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new pure leaf blackberry iced tea. Visit amazon.com slash pure leaf and enter 20 pure leaf. That's 20 pure leaf for 20% off your purchase of new pure leaf Blackberry iced tea. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs, scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Anyway, if you were listening to that podcast where we're talking about Vision Pro, Apple, dawned on me and I was talking to you know and Gabby about it, the, the hijinks that happen. And in general, my life happens to have a lot of funny stories that, I don't know, you f- 
Does this happen to everybody? I think so. Yeah. Some of the stuff you were talking about definitely yeah, was definitely like, does. yeah, we've been there. So we're going to do, in my opinion, as fact, but I feel like this is going to be a new segment called Slice. Where we're going to be talking about slices of life that happen. Oh, this is what slice. I like slice. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes one. we can talk about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so as a listener, if we talk about slice. You're going to have to pay attention because you don't know if we're talking about bullshit or pizza. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I never flew Southwest Airlines mm. because I never flew to the South or West before. <laughs> Like, where is it available? Everywhere now, but like, yeah, if you were, if you were a, a, a college kid of the West Coast, you flew Southwest. We had U.S. Air. That's as a kid. U.S. Air, yeah, U.S. Air is the same thing. So I never flew Southwest. Um, I actually, I think, read the book, uh, Herb Kohler, the, 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 I don't even know how I read that book. Um, I think it was one of those things where you're on vacation and there's nothing to do and there's a book in the, like, hotel library and you're like oh, fuck that's how I read Anthony Kiedis's memoir <laughs> that's exactly how this happened to me so I got you and how Southwest is created at a bar on a napkin and trying to you know direct people on flights that were traditionally neglected and a lot of it was stripping away the bullshit mm-hmm. you know I've been talking a lot about uh, Safi Bacall United Air versus Pan Am and it I <laughs> I'll get to my experience with Southwest in a second. But I can tell you right now, after experiencing it, it dawned on me for a few years, I ran Momofuku like Southwest Airlines. Mm, mm, mm. I I really actually appreciated the just streamlinedness of it all. There's no bullshit. There's no nothing. Um, So... When you say the bullshit, you you mean mean a lot of the stuff that is like, these illusions that aren't actually additive. Yeah. It's just like, get me there. Yeah. Get me where I want to go. Just get me there and get it to me as cheaply as possible, as safely as possible. And I really admire that. Right. Um, What I also thought was amazing was the, there's nothing more infuriating. And I don't know why. than standing in line in the queue Mm. to get on your plane. Mm. Inevitably you have, um, People that need assistance, elderly, and then it goes to armed forces, mm-hmm. people that serve in the military. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I see people that are in plain clothes going up, and I'm like, I don't want to question it, but you can't. But do you think, like, are they actually? Oh, in- fuck. Well, that's why they say, that's why, okay, they're, they're but that's why they're supposed to say. Uh, sometimes they're in gear, in, in uniform, in sometimes uniform. they're not. But who's going to be like, I know, and I'm just saying out loud, maybe I was wondering, have you guys thought about that too? When you see a plainclothes person, just like... I don't question that so much as when I look when I look at the line and I'm like, okay, families with children two and under, and oh, I look at the too. kids and I'm like, you are six. <laughs> You're <laughs> six years old. <laughs> so again, nothing but respect to our armed services, but that pops in my head, right? Then that happens. And then clearly when I don't understand why they always repeat it over and over and over again, when no one steps up to be, I'm in the military, it's the one they repeat over and over and over again mm-hmm. to get, see, just like casting a net. I'm like, okay, it's time to move on. And it's the highest medallion, business first class. What does it tell us about our culture, American society, that we cannot do it correctly? 
So, 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 so much. There's so much in there. Nobody can do it correctly. Yeah. Nobody can I've do never it. been on a flight where it's like, everybody did it correctly. Everyone got into their, their lineup the way they should. Mm-hmm. And the, and like what you're talking about with the, the sort of like, are you really in the armed forces thing? That is the prevailing sentiment throughout where you're just like, you don't look like you're in group one. What the, f- what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> are you, gr- let's see your ticket. <laughs> but also when you're congregating around the, the stanchion to get in, you know, like what is the protocol to let someone who's first in line? Okay, right? so what you're talking, what you're talking you know what I mean? about, you see, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, yeah. these cherry pickers coming on. You're like, dude, I've been fucking waiting here. Yeah. How did you, how did you just cut in line? And if you say something, right, you're because, fucking dead. Because what doesn't happen is what what the airline is asking is like, wait for your group, then line up for your appropriate time. What you have instead is like the huddled masses surrounding the gate, and then when it's your turn, it's the sort of like weaving through to get through into into. And your then position. you can almost. Judge, I mean, I'm definitely judging. I judge everybody all the time, but I'm judging who's going to be the the hitchhiker, the the person that is like a parasitic lineup person that is floating around, waiting for their moment, like it's a National Geographic thing, mm-hmm. waiting for their moment to like strike mm-hmm. the line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were refused to wait, but they're just huddling, floating oh, around God. the side. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, those yeah. fucking people. Where like, the line is here, and then I'm just standing right off to the side. I'm going to cut in. I'm going to spot my weak link and cut in right there. I mean, no, you, you, nobody says anything. For whatever reason, you can't say anything. You say something, it's like an incident. Like the air marshal's yeah. going to brandish a weapon. <laughs> just be like, like, you can't do anything. Here's how, but the thing is, you, you already highlighted this, but there are so many groups. Right? There's so, so, so many groups. You can, whether it's you know families, armed services, diamond, platinum, Gold, silver, one, two, four, six, nine. <laughs> you all want to like maintain your status. So I've, I've had this conundrum. Have you ever had this? I, it dawned on me recently with traveling with the family. If I'm not trying to use the overhead space, if I don't need to get my bag in there, why do I want to get on the plane faster? That's why do I want to get Thank on the you. plane with my screaming kids for any longer than I have to be on the plane? Thank you. I said that to my wife. I was like, we're idiots. Like, let's play this right. Let's just board at the end. We don't have any gear. Let's just get on with our kids at the end. I could not watch every group pass me by. I could not do it. My pride was like, no, you're a group one guy. You've got to get on at the latest at group two. I couldn't do it. I just don't. I've never seen it happen where everyone has successfully followed directions. Yeah. If I, it's not that way in other countries. I don't believe. I think it's only. And this is what was a surprise for me in Southwest. It was the most orderly queue I've ever seen in my life. There was no need to be like, and now uh, one through five. And then it was just everybody fell in line. I had no idea. I didn't know what was going on. I was seat four. And I was like, um, everyone's queuing up. And I'm looking at this. And I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that just butts in. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I'm seeing this queue assemble like it's a wave at a stadium. I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> You're on? You're just here? like, how does everybody know to do this dance? Yeah. And they're talking very cordially behind each other and they're showing everyone their ticket and they're like, uh-huh. And then shuffling. And I'm like, this is the part. What you just described is the most amazing part of it all. Cause okay, so for anybody who's not flown Southwest, there are, you know, first you're in a letter group. You're in A or B or C. 
And then within that, you know, Dave was A4, right? Probably. Mm. So, so the line is broken into A1 through 5, A6 through 10, A11 through 15, whatever, whatever, whatever. The amazing shit is not only will people all gather in their assigned little like part of the line, but they will like, Dave will walk up and say, oh, I'm actually number four. And number five will let him go in front. And number three will say, hey, I'm number three. And Dave will say, oh, go right ahead in front of me. It's like, what what the hell's happening? (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing civil in any other fucking queue at an airline to get on the plane. Here, everyone's like, this woman said, because she saw, I was like, hey, like this guy clearly has no idea what's going on. Hey, let me take a look at your ticket. She's like, oh, you're in front of me. I was like, what? What the fuck just happened? Just human, like, decency and organization. It's crazy. It's people, humans in a Southwest line are more organized than an ant colony. It's incredible. I, I, was, I was completely floored. Also, I didn't know that there's no seat selection. You just go in there Take and whatever choose whatever the hell you want. This is, a, this is an interesting debate. Being big boy Asian, I thought it's going to be better to be on the aisle. I now know next time I fly Southwest, you want the window. Mm. You're getting rammed. You're getting rammed on the side. Here's the question. Do you, if you're up in the front of the, uh, of the queue, is your, do you elect to go deeper to get an emergency exit row? Or do you try to sit toward the front where well, you I get a always want the exit row, right? That's a whole nother story in and of itself. But people don't always like on the Southwest no. things. Those are often open. But here's what was interesting. The same woman, I swear to God, I caught this look on her face. So I'm in front of her. She's behind me on the plane. I take one A, right? First row. Mm-hmm. She looks at me and she's like, <laughs> she looks snickered. Amateur. Amateur. <laughs> you have guaranteed you will net one A. You have guaranteed you will now be bumped by every, every single person who gets on that she's plane. She snickered. As she should. <laughs> That's amateur I, I hour. felt like such a noob. <laughs> and then when I, I saw her rest. But like sleeping restfully, peacefully, I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Now, the other question is, do you deduct points to your friend? One of my closest friends in New York, we went on a trip to Japan. And I love this person to death. They showed up to the airport wearing the neck pillow. Showed up pre-flight with the neck pillow Walking around Walking around neck. with the fucking neck pillow. I you know what that. I mean? Yeah. And in my head, if there was a point system over him, right? He was probably like, 96 in my life. Mm-hmm. High points. That's the only way I can express my feeling towards my, one of my closest friends. I was like, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of fucking lunatic is it? What a loser. What a fucking loser. I don't know why. I feel the same way I, I feel about neck pillows as I do with ketchup on food. Yeah. On ke- it's like the same feeling. Ketch- I see somebody put ketchup on eggs. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're going to Japan I'm like this guy has a neck pillow already right what what and he's walking up waiting in line with a neck pillow that to me is the worst I can listen I only bring this up because the lady that snickered at me whooped out a ne- neck pillow and I was like okay I can understand I don't even know what it feels like because I refuse again like I'm a one backpack strap person I'm never a fucking two so I'm, I'll never know what it's like to wear two straps <laughs> This reminds right? me. This reminds me. I've seen her. I was like, okay, she's nice. She snickered at me. And at least she had the decency to not be an idiot and pair wear a Nick pillow 
while queuing up. <laughs> she took it out of her bag, she put it on, and she's now sleeping comfortably. But I got thinking, I was like, have you ever flown with somebody that shows up in the line before security with a neck pillow on? No, that's insane. You know who I'm talking about. You see it all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. They just cruise through like it's a scarf. They're just wearing it like a fashion accessory. It's insane to me. They're comfortable, guys. They're so, not comfortable. They're comfortable, guys. You just have to turn it. It reminds just me. Just turn it. Whatever. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, I'm vehemently opposed to neck pillows. How, how on, does... and, and, If you're not in the chair, if you put it on at any point before, you're basically pulling a parachute in the plane. That's how I feel. Like. <laughs> what are you doing? It's, it's a little bit like, you know how... Uh, an NBA player shows up at the game and they have their fit on, right? And they walk right. through the, the hallway and it's all like, it's like, I decided to come in my uniform. <laughs> like, I drove here in my uniform. I just didn't want to get changed when I got to the... I don't know why it bothers me to death, but... Um, hey, how does it? How does a neck pillow supposed to work, by the way? So you, you if you're wearing it like this... But I see people... Okay, so it's a, it's a U-shape. Yes. So and you, people wear it with the opening in the front. That is incorrect. Is it You're a dual purpose it. as a pillow for your ass? <laughs> is it a hemorrhoid cushion? How do you lean back with the goddamn pillow? I think it's, I, 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 I don't even want to know anymore. It's not even just, comfortable. So it's not for you. You, are, you fly with one, don't you? You're <laughs> you a fly pillow, with one. motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> you fly with one, don't you? I've, I've only used it twice. And I was like, oh, I, sh-, and I lost it. So when somebody like, embellishes the other way, you have to multiply it by 10. Right, so you've right, done right, it 20 right. times. Right, right, right. So you just you just turn it, you know, and then you kind of, and then you can. But the your head opening down. should be in the back, right? So that my chin. Can I just can ask the, the studio? Anyone in the, the studio? Are you guys pro? Yeah, Thumbs fucking losers, right? right. Fucking unbelievable! <laughs> oh, the show. So I, I anyway, I just wanted to digress and talk about my stance on neck pillows. And again, in the Democratic Republic of Chang, like that's guillotine shit. You're fucking out. <laughs> So against neck pillows. Well, at least my neck will be very comfortable for my. Yeah, you can wear it. You can wear that. <laughs> I, I just it gets me so mad. Anyway, as this woman's sleeping away, I was processing all of this, and I was in awe of the orderliness mm-hmm. on the flight. Anyway, land, get in, and uh, I actually, or I talked about it a little bit, but I did beat two security checkpoints at Apple, mm-hmm. to the dismay of everybody <laughs> at Apple. <laughs> Um, and I, I guess it was almost like the Jedi mind trick. Yeah. I failed to even beat one level today as we were entering this. <laughs> and all I did was show him an email. Like I could have been any email. Um, but no, then, 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 then you got caught. Then like the stormtroopers got me for good. <laughs> <laughs> you, was, you weren't passing anymore. Oh, Sauron was not fucking letting me pass. <laughs> I, I caused a lot of, a lot of, a lot of shit. Anyway, um, we already talked about the Vision Pro, but on the way back, I got, I, it was a 5.30 flight and I could get back uh, earlier. So I, I thought maybe if I get to the San Jose airport, I can get an earlier flight, help out with the kids. So there's a 2.30 flight. It's like, okay, that's three hours. I can save a lot of fucking time. I check in and it's 2.10. It's 2.10. You're 2.10 where? Pre-security? Yeah, I'm literally checking in the Southwest. And they're like, she's almost laughing. She's like, 10 minutes. I'm like, do you think that I can make it? She's like, you can try. I'm like, okay. She's like, it's far away. I'm like, you think I can make it? Do you think that I should change? Because if not, I'd rather just take my time. He's like, you can try. She didn't help me out at all. She's like, 
Yeah, this is, I, I, I really hate when people are just, right. I don't want to be responsible for trying to, to con- telling you that you can when you can't. And this is what I had in a match. This is what I believe happens as you leave. You know, sometimes you see the, the person behind the counter, just there could be a mad queue and they just decide I got to go in the, they push the door and they're in the back of it. And they just disappear for like five, 10 minutes. This is what I think they do. This is a, a secret society of how my mind thinks, but also like what I think as a secret society. Oh, when, when, the, when the gate agent disappears into the back room yeah. for a minute. I got you. So as I do this, I see her go in the back and I'm fucking hauling ass. Thank God I have clear and I fucking run. But it's, I got I had 10 minutes and gate 36. So it's on the farthest end of San Jose airport. I was imagining the entire time that she's watching me fucking run on the security cameras. <laughs> So at, at the gate, she's like, and I imagine money being exchanged by all the other security agents. <laughs> gatekeepers like, <laughs> so if you're at the gate, if you were back at the gate at the at the at the at the, at the check in, and you look down the line, you would have seen like eight agents all disappear into the back room at the same time. Just being like, just like, we got one, we got a live one. Oh, but it's also a little bit like in John Wick, how they're like, excommunicado, twenty million dollars, and like we got another runner. <laughs> And I was like, fuck, I bet you they're doing this. <laughs> hauling ass. I forgot to wear a belt. It's just a mess. It's like, it's a little bit like being in the weeds, right? This is for those that have never been in the weeds in the kitchen. This is sort of what it'd be like. You're, you're like, oh, I got to get there. I got to get there. I have a sweater in my left hand. I got a like, carry on on the other which I packed one T-shirt just in case I sweated through mm-hmm. the existing T-shirt. That's the only reason I brought that, which again, we got to talk about that. I've never really done a day trip in a long time when you're flying back and forth, mm-hmm. but I was still paranoid about something, which is why I was overpacked. And my pants are like falling off. So I'm running. <laughs> look like a total idiot. Yeah. And the reason why I feel like they were watching me or in my mind the gate agent at 36 is like, smiling. Like he's like talking to somebody on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, David Chang. <laughs> I'm like, you made it. We were expecting yeah. you. Yeah. <sighs> were you the last one on the plane? Obviously. Yeah, by far. Uh, I just made it. And uh, I looked on my watch. It was like 0.75 miles. I was like, fuck, I'm so tired. I'm, and uh, I'm parched. Now I have the worst cotton mouth. And you ever have that on an airplane where you don't have water? You're too cheap to buy water at mm-hmm. the fucking Hudson News stand because mm-hmm. it's eight bucks. Mm-hmm. You don't want to drink for the water fountain because you saw some lunatic just French kiss it. They put, it, <laughs> put their whole mouth on yeah. the fountain. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then you're like, no, I, I, I can wait it out till they. And then those short flights, sometimes that service doesn't come for a while. Comes, right? So I'm like, oh. he's like, listen, he tells me. And I think they were just playing a cruel joke. When you get in, just tell the the the, the, the airline attendant for a bottle of water. You're going to be fine. Right when I walked through and they're like, last one. I was like, hey, I'm parched. I'm sweating. Can I get a bottle of water? You're going to have to wait. Yep. And it was the most excruciatingly painful <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad because I had to wait. And guess what? Turbulence, no fucking service. Mm-hmm. And then what? you know what? I'm on the way home. I go through my bag and there's a bottle of water. I fucking <laughs> went through. 
Oh, that was another thing. When I went to security, I had two bottles of water. They took one. And left the other one. And I was so mad at myself. Have you ever been in a hurry? And I'm this kind of asshole, right? When you're waiting in line, this is, this is again, very similar to when you think someone else smells bad, but you're the smelly person. Mm-hmm. You're waiting in line at TSA, and you see some, what you, in your head, going, you fucking numbskull. Of course, just, they said water. They said fucking electronics. Won't you take it out? Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> in your head, is there anyone that doesn't say that in the fucking harshest tone possible? Mentally. We haven't talked about that. Like, similarly, we didn't even discuss this. I was trying to remember when this happened. It was like, you and I were both on the flight up to, up to San Francisco recently. Do you remember this happening? They were like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are next in line to take off, but we can't take off because somebody's in the lavatory. And there was a guy who was just obviously pooping. <laughs> so mad. I was so mad. We, we were so mad. We haven't even discussed this. Like, no. we were, I was so mad. Everyone just throwing daggers at him with their eyes. <laughs> but you know what I thought in that moment? Similar to you being like, now I have a fucking bottle of water in my bag. I was like, that could very easily be me. <laughs> very easily be me. So there was a, I would say a middle-aged woman wearing like a hippie dress, like look like something, I swear to God, look like what Janis Joplin would wear. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, she was complaining about her ID and then she had to go back. I, I don't know what happened, but she was clogging the line. And then she had shit, in her, shit in her bag. And I was like, I got to get on this plane, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you to hell. Like, I was thinking the worst things in the world. Right. And then you stepped up. You threw your bag on super quick. Uh, you know to, what I did? As to indicate you were in a rush. Here's what I did too. There were two other people that were having a conversation with the TSA, but they left a gap between them. You and broke the, in. So I, I did the move. I, yeah, I yeah. threw it in. Yeah. And I got pulled aside. Yeah. Yeah. For a water bottle. I'm yeah. so pissed. Yeah. I was so dumb. <laughs> I felt that it was karma in the worst way. I was like, you dumb motherfucker. Anyway, that karma led to me being, you know, dying of thirst and then getting on the car home and then realizing I had an extra bottle of water that the TSA missed. <laughs> uh, there's more to this short 42-minute flight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um Yeah. That's a that's it. a that's an operation slice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll tell you the one thing. So I sit down, I have my headphones in, and um, just on the flight up to San Jose, somebody wasn't. If you're in the exit row too, right? Like they always have to wait till you respond. I do verbal response. Yes, verbal Headphone, response. We're all waiting. This person's not listening, and then. Everyone clearly is getting extremely mad. Mm-hmm. Sir, I need a verbal yes or no. And waiting and waiting and waiting. Sir. Sir. I, I, I did the same thing. It just yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone's mad at me because I delayed the flight. I have my earbuds in. I know. I actually watched you do this. You just kept nodding your head. I was like, <laughs> verbal response, Jay. <laughs> yes or no? I'm, a f- I'm the worst. I really am. But say like you, if it's not you, you're mad at the person doing it. That's the thing. I know. That's the that's modern life, man. If it's not you, you're pissed, and it's you, you're like, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of shit going on, man. Come on. Um, let's take a break. 
This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs, scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, we're going to do a moif, but I got a moif for you guys right off the bat. And this is, again, I think one of the most significant questions I have ever asked the universe. And I think we're not going to get a straight answer from either you or anybody. Now, the situation is this. You're at home. Say it's a bottle of lemonade or milk, whatever. Any kind of beverage that everyone in the household uses and drinks. (laughs) You pour your glass, right? Do I though? You, you know, here's the thing. You pour your glass or even if it's you're pouring a glass for your kids, whatever, but you're pouring the beverage into a cup and it's the, what is remaining in the bottle is like just the perfect, it's like the, it's the, it's the opposite of meniscus, right? Mm-hmm. If meniscus is the most tension that you can have on mm-hmm. a surface area of a glass, this is the opposite of meniscus in the sense of it's, just the perfect amount of liquid in the bottle where you could piss somebody off because you put it back in Mm -hmm. or it's too much to now put into another bottle, another glass. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. It's the opposite. If you put it in, you could clearly just drink it Mm -hmm. from the bottle. Yes. That's what I do. I drink it straight from the bottle. Do you guys drink it straight from the bottle? Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm confused by the premise. Why would I not? If it's, am I drinking the rest of it? Yeah. So here's a bottle. It's just here, right? Okay. I poured, I have a glass. You fill the glass. And now there's like, like that much left. Okay. Do I put this in the refrigerator? No. What? People do. You? No, they're, I, yes. I mean, they do. I live with some. And they're monsters. <laughs> we put this in the fridge. Wait, wait, who does that? No. Makes me insane. Yeah. Worst Especially in a carton of milk where you can't see what's inside. Oh, but that's... You just can shake it. You're like, there's like not even enough for like two <laughs> tablespoons of fucking milk. Hold on. Jamie listens to this podcast. <laughs> I actually have to. Okay. I find that monstrous. She finds monstrous. She does not understand big boy mentality. I leave a tiny bit of ice cream left in the pipe. <laughs> She's like, why would you leave this tiny See? amount? You know why? Because I didn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an interesting debate, right? It's just enough. Where when if you aren't even a part of this process 
And then totally different person comes in, has no idea what happened. And they open it up and they pick it up. And it's just like, yeah, what the fuck? You, know, the, you ever have that feeling? Like, why didn't someone just drink it all? Why? Or just. Right. And they're, they may, they may now say I like, open up another one, take <laughs> off the plastic lid and put it. <laughs> they might I'm say, complaining about a four second thing. Taking another bottle of milk, peeling off the plastic secure thing. There's, there's as much in this as there is in the airplane thing because, uh, okay, uh, you know, is the kid and I, he, he asked for some lemonade and I pour him some lemonade and I say, oh, there's just like the dregs left. I don't really want to drink. I don't want any lemonade. You know what? Part of the price of human civilization is I have to take the bullet and drink that lemonade. Yeah, but here's the Just thing. drink it. There's so much here. This is a, like endgame theory in a way, right? Like I feel like this is a chess endgame. Now, if I pour this into here and now I have this much left and I have a full glass. But this is for you. This is for me. I'm sorry. You got to drink it. No, like, do I drink it? Oh, out of there and pour it in? <laughs> and then pour it in? <laughs> or do I just drink it from the jug? Because you're setting precedent for your kids. So mm. you can't. It's, a, it's like you're doing. The, it's also mm. If you have a guest over, what are you going to do? You know, just drink it from the jug. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to do this ridiculous thing of like, you know why? If I'm your guest and I watch you, I watch you do this where you're like, okay, let me, let me drink the top off my glass and now pour the rest in the glass. I'm like, I'm looking at you and I'm being like, this fucking liar. <laughs> Don't put on a fucking show for me. Don't put on a show for me. Drink it out of the carton. We're buddies. Drinking from the carton is not approved, but in my household. Even to finish it off? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that the only time you're... Is everyone in agreement? Is that the only time that you can uh, legally, domestic legally, no. drink from the carton? I think you can plead insanity. You, you just listen like to this was, podcast? I and was, just be like, I was wasted. <laughs> I, you just listen to this podcast. She knows what I do. I just drink out of the fucking I carton. I know this, this, yeah. this fucking yeah. guy comes home sloppy and drinks out of the <laughs> Just drink straight out of the carton. And you know what he's shit. drinking? Just straight milk. <laughs> just, just straight. <laughs> just, just shotgun. Just, this guy drinks half and half out now, of the carton. If you got, if you had, if Eunice left just a little bit of milk in the carton, that's oh. not enough. This is the bit. This is the bit. It's the amount of milk where you can't even do anything with a small cereal bowl of full cereal. for cereal. Yeah. Like nothing. There's nothing you can do with it. Not even enough for nothing. There's literally nothing you can do with it except <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like yeah. drink the tiny few drops in there and they put it back in there because they're being frugal or something. What do you do? I, I, like, I've, I've actually encountered this and I'd be like, yo, well, you, gotta be, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, seriously? Right? Just, like, you, that's what's goes through your head. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the interesting thing. That's not what they're thinking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But what Again, this is the same thing. Everyone thinks they're the rebellion in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's why, exactly. What I, it's like, I can't, I'm not allowed to say that because I, because of my ice cream crimes. Because of, because I know that I'm, I'm not the rebellion. Because then you have to like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? It's like, it takes no time, but you get that same kind of anger that you're on a plane and someone does something stupid, it just triggers this thing. You're like, when you think about it, you're like, why did I even get that upset? Who cares? Yeah, it's right. a fucking little thing of milk. Who cares? Right. At least for me, and I'm glad it's just you guys. I know for sure Grace doesn't feel this way when she sees it. She's like, oh, okay. Nice. I'll just we'll do nothing. It's, it's nothing. I just want to, are, are, which side do you line? The dark side or the light side? <laughs> because I think the dark side is the only way to be on this angle. <laughs> do you get angry when someone leaves nothing in the 
container, like barely nothing. I take every opportunity I can to pick nits because there's so few so few times where I'm not in the wrong. My thing is I can't, especially if it's milk. I can't tell if I need to get another one. So I do that spot. Ch- I, I do the grocery shopping for that. So I open the fridge. I take a look inside. I do my spot check, and I'm like, oh, we're good. We're good. Okay, cool. I go out. I forgot to buy milk. I come back. I open the damn thing, and there's like, yeah, your reverse meniscus situation going on, and I'm just like, you're fucking joking, right? Like, okay. Because okay, so what you're saying is, if you see a carton of milk in the refrigerator, yeah. you have to assume that there's at least one serving of milk in that carton. Right. Like, we're good. I got you. But you're also in a situation you're like, I don't need to drink milk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to drink milk. I have nothing to do with this milk. Do I put it into another cup and just put it there and wait and consolidate? Like, See, this is why we're going to start selling the extra milk container that you just keep adding to every time there's a tiny bit of milk left. And I'm not drinking it because like, I don't want to drink fucking whole milk. You know what I mean? Not now. So I don't know what to do. This has been the conundrum of uh, of of liquids in bottles. And there's another one, a lemonade. So we had like a lemonade, and I was like, tiny. This is you know what? what? You there's know, so many people that want to just drink it. The people, drink uh, it. the the the. <laughs> there are certain people in the world that I don't want to be around who are like, what are they even talking about? Just throw it away. <laughs> just pour it down the drain and get rid of it. Like that person, I'm like, no, I can't be around you. Is that you? Oh my god. Oh my God, dude, Mother Earth, Mother Gaia, dude, Jesus, bro. Oh How much my are we God, talking about? Dude. How much are we talking about? A third about? of a cup. Yeah, that's tough. That's <laughs> a baby. That's, that's a, for a baby cow. Didn't get to drink that. In all likelihood, I'm just going to finish it off straight out of the carton and then just throw it. <laughs> I just wanted to get some feedback if I was the only lunatic no, no, on the no. dark side that gets angry when there's. But what, what's the answer? This is the dark Do side. you pour it? Do you? No one's around. No house guests. Carton or drink from your cup and fill the rest. You know what? Uh, you know what a sicko I do? I just open up a new container and lay that one in there. <laughs> Do both. <laughs> You're playing three-card Monty with your milk. You're just like, which one's empty? You don't know. I know. Because I look at the dates or whatever. I just like, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to open up a brand new freshie. <laughs> and just leave the other one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm just okay. I'm fucking surrounded by monsters. I feel less bad now, though. I'm surrounded you know, by monsters. I feel man. great. You know, I'm All right. That's the moy. That's my personal, my first and only personal moy question. <laughs> surrounded by monsters. All right, what do we got here? All right. Um, yeah, let's do a more um, sidewalk hot dogs. So you guys see these? They're always outside like stadiums or comedy clubs. Um, what's your first instinct, first instinct when you see it? It's like, do you eat it? You know, say, you're, say you are a little peckish. Uh, so outside of a stadium, you've got a bunch of vendors. They've all got sort of these amazing sort of jerry-rigged griddles right it's just like a sheet pan over a propane burner and it's usually like a danger dog or what we call in san francisco a a mission dog bacon wrapped hot dog loser dog a loser dog (laughs) we call it a twitter dog Uh, (laughs) and uh my thing is never to you i would never ever 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 eat one pregame because i'm like looking at i'm just like that cooked one is touching that raw one (laughs) they are touching They're touching, and I've gotten like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like, I Dave, Dave knows I have a very weak constitution, especially for somebody who like eats as much as I do. 
but I got some of the worst food poisoning of my life from eating an early, early this afternoon. This guy sips on Pepto Bismol like it's a cup of coffee in the car. I respect that. I respect that. I'm, we're people pink, in pink stuff. So you're anti. If I'm, they smell great after the game. Yeah. I, uh, I think they smell better than they taste. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into them that much, to be honest. I think when you see this setup and you see it more, I guess, in the West Coast than you do in New York, because you can't really do it in New York because they'll, you know, it's just not allowed. Mm. I don't even know how allowed it is in LA, but clearly there are other parts of the country where the food, uh, you know, Department of Health doesn't really care. And we were leaving that Nuggets Lakers elimination game. Mm. Amazing, amazing game. <laughs> that was a great game. For all involved. Uh, when LeBron <laughs> missed that last shot, I'm so happy. Um, I was going back to my car, and the first thing I smelled was that's delicious. It smells so good. And you see it, it's a bacon wrapped dog on a sheet pan, perforated sheet pan with, you know, it's like a like a tool cart, mm-hmm. you know, an auto mechanic cart with charcoal on the bottom. And there's a fleet of them. There's like 25 people selling them usually. I'll tell you the truth. The only reason why I don't buy it is because I don't want someone to judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat it. It looks fucking awesome. But I don't want people to judge me. So people are, there's so many of them. Like people are chowing down on them, right? Yeah. I think they know something that we don't know. That they're they're clearly great or they wouldn't be around. Or there wouldn't be so many of them. And you know what? It's probably, it's much cheaper. It's like six bucks. Yeah. Or three bucks. I can't remember. But it's much cheaper than anything inside uh, the stadium. So, I just haven't done it. And I'm, uh, honestly, it's a real regret that I have. Because <laughs> every time I, I can never do it with somebody. And this was, if I was going to do it, this was my time to do it. It was like dancing by yourself type of shit. Like, nobody was with me. Park car, you guys, you know, I was by myself and I, and I psyched myself out. But this is, okay, I think it has to do with, like, I think you're right, though. Because situationally, uh, we don't really go to games the way we might have gone in our 20s or 30s, right? Like, we'd all go with our buddies, we'd get drunk, and then after the game, we'd go do something. It makes zero sense for you, who would come to the Nuggets-Lakers game, we did. We don't drink, we didn't, we're not, like, going out anywhere, for you to leave the stadium and be like, you know what I need on my way home to see my family? <laughs> like crush one of these things. Like they are, they're delicious, but I think they're a utility food. They're, no, I think it's, it's, I want to buy it. The only reason I'm not buying it is because I'm just too embarrassed. I'm so saying, I don't think you can justify it. Just like you're a guy going home and just being like, I need to eat one of these real quick. Like that makes sense. But I want to. Weird. So now I'm just talking it out. Next time I'm going to do it. Okay. Oh my god! What you want to do it? You don't want to try this? I've I've done it, and it's it's, it's a tr- it's a trap. And what I'm getting at is, this is a trap, guys. Like, I you get out of the club, it's no, all the shut sirens down. in <laughs> the Odyssey are a trap. <laughs> the smell is siren like. Okay, it's like you're like, oh my god, what is that amazing smell? You're you're totally hammered or blitzed. Like usually when I come out of the club is when I smell it. As I come you out of the club, sorry guys, who are you, man? Sorry, sorry, fucking god. Uh, so when I come out, you smell fifty, you're like, 50 cent over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so you come out and you're just you're probably a little hammered. You know, you're just like, damn, I could go for something really greasy right now. That sounds perfect, right? But you don't do it because you're gonna end up with like the worst stomachache you ever had. This is a trap. Okay, here's a, a trap. okay. So I have a question for you. Who 
who partakes in these after the club. <laughs> if you are, if you come out to a to a uh, a fleet of them, let's, let's say there's six of them. How do you pick which one you go to? Oh my god, that's what I mean. It's like you're not thinking. You're you're not picking. You're like, hey, which one doesn't have somebody in front of it? I'll go to that one. <laughs> you know, like, are you convinced of their deliciousness? They're going to be good. What is you're wrapping salted pork around salted pork? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that mathematical property is, but it's good, <laughs> right? Salted pork over salted pork cooked outside right. on charcoal. They're, they're complementary angles. That's how it's, the Big Bang got started. <laughs> <laughs> that is how the Big Bang. You know what got I mean, there's no way it's not from. going to be good. Oh, just it's not. It's good when you eat you it. Take it easy, Fifty Cent. You <laughs> By the way, this is actually, so we're talking about the LA, uh, California version. Yeah. This is where the Seattle dog is served, Chang. Like, <laughs> it is a post-game vendor outside cream cheese cart fucking situation. Like this is what the Seattle dog is about. You know, I was talking to somebody high up in the NBA and the reason why they took away <laughs> the Seattle Supersonics is they couldn't be associated with the Seattle dog. So they were like, we'd better off be uh, an Oklahoma City. Right. They're like, then, this is why you can't have nice things. Yeah, exactly. You ruined it. That's, blew it. I need a hug. If you want to complain, it's your fault that you Seattle dog eaters are the reason why you no longer have a basketball team. And that's a sad thing. You know? It's, it's crazy seeing anymore. Jeff Green because he, he, you know, him and actually Durant were both drafted the same year in Supersonics outfits. You know, you're, in 25 years, there's going to be a 30 for 30. How the Seattle dog, the Seattle dog was, you know, the assassination of the Archduke of Ferdinand. That caused. That caused the departure of your beloved franchise. Don't worry. I would much rather that than have fucking wizards. Just disappear altogether. I'm jealous. All right? I'm fucking jealous. I, well, I need a Seattle dog in D.C. Right. immediately. Right. You need a D.C. dog that has, like, Boston baked beans on it. all right what else you got you know well you know so i wanted to talk about how these are kind of like like you know you have limited options after a certain point so you know speaking of limited options dave you were in yeah an area with limited options right you were in the apple offices where like this story's gonna there's so much that happened on the apple offices um (laughs) they serve lunch oh this is also, I, 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 I blabbered on about the, the Vision Pro, but there are a lot of, I think, funny things that happened. Mm. Sitting down, I'm like one row behind Tim Cook, and you're, we're all the way up front, and there's like a couple thousand people, and they're all hooting, hollering. It's, it's like Comic-Con, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> but they're all wearing Apple gear. And it's it's like a real party, and everyone's having a fun time. Because I was so nervous talking to these executives, and I had nothing else to do, I drank three cups of coffee <laughs> beforehand. And even somebody that one of the people that I was like like that brought me there was like, I just saw you drink three cups of coffee. You going to be okay? I'm like. I'm sorry, man. Like I had nothing else to do, and I was sitting right next to the coffee stand, and I, I don't know how to talk about AI, and I, I don't know how to talk about fucking uh, Zeiss lens. I don't even know what the fuck it was, but I just was like, I'm just gonna look like I'm busy drinking coffee, and I was. It was three cups of coffee. I didn't know that 
the thing was going to be like two hours long. And I also didn't know that I was going to be stuck in the middle, <laughs> all the way up front, unable. I, if I left and stood out to go to the bathroom, you're not allowed to. Hmm. So I, I had to go to the bathroom terribly. <laughs> it is the worst thing in the world to have to pee in a ceremony-like thing mm-hmm. and unplanned. Mm-hmm. Like normally you might have gone, but for whatever reason you forget, you're there and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> it's not even I have to, we're not even talking about shit. Number two, you, you got to pee. Yeah, yeah, I know. What do you do? Do you get up? Do you cause commotion and disrupt things? Oh God. I'm not even in an aisle seat. Like even if I was in an aisle seat, I would just stay. And I, I would have moved. You pee in your pants? You physically I, guys, can't. I'm a tall guy. I can't fucking get up in these things. Like, it just people are just going to see me and be so like. First, first of all, mistake on my end was you never, you, in a wedding or any kind of situation where you're, you know, self-selecting your seats, never choose the middle in those aisles. Ever. Always choose the back mm-hmm. as far as possible. I don't give a shit if you're like the best man. You sit all the way in the back. <laughs> I, I, that was, well, I should have realized that. I didn't know where we were going to sit and that was a disaster. I'm like sort of close to the middle and I would have just, so I, I, I just didn't even really pay attention to anything that was happening because I was just focusing like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> the only thing I else is there's f- fruit orchards all over the Apple campus. Beautiful cherries. Really? After, I, I, I wanted to pick a cherry. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do not do that. I'm like, what do you mean? Nobody picks cherries. Like, that's a, <laughs> it's like a total no <laughs> It's like a beautiful cherry. Anyway, um, I immediately leave to go to the bathroom. And it's just great hall and it's packed. And I'm like, oh my God. And people are now eating. And I was like, can you direct me to the bathroom? And I see it. And this is a real situation. And I'm sure that maybe you guys can relate potentially. I'm looking at the men's room and I've never seen this before. Yeah. If you go to a stadium, you see lines, but there's multiple bathrooms. So you're okay. This is like the only bathroom that I know of. And I look at the line and I think that it's only like four or five people. But it snakes inside. It goes out. I swear to God, it was like, felt like a couple hundred people really did. Cause I didn't want to go all the way around because I could have, it went down the hallway, snaked around. And I was like, Oh my God. And then I looked to the left of the bathroom, which is the women's bathroom. Not one person in there because it's Silicon Valley. It's all mostly <laughs> dudes. So I'm looking and you have, it's still crowded and people are congregating and they're talking about how great it was. And I'm like, if I don't, if I don't go to the bathroom, I'm going to, I'm going to pee my pants. Mm-hmm. Like literally in my head, it's either the women's bathroom or the cherry tree. You can't. There's no way for me to go. There's people everywhere. You have to understand. Everywhere. So I was like, oh my God. Like, I got to go. I, I, I was walking close to it and then someone rescued me and said, listen, it looks like you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, listen, it doesn't take Vision Pro. <laughs> so you got to piss, man. Oh, man. All of these Apple stories are making me so happy. But I'm also sitting here thinking of I'm imagining you nervously introducing yourself to Tim Cook as Dave Chef. <laughs> no, I didn't meet I didn't meet him. I didn't meet him. But man, 
So later then we're eating lunch and this is a real big boy Asian shit. And I, I don't even think you have to be big boy. You can be medium, medium boy or even small, small boy. <laughs> you know, that just occurred to me with you saying that I would rather be a, be called a big boy Asian than a small boy. Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting down in uh, uh, like this uh, press luncheon, but nobody was really there because the offices are massive and there's like, you know, few people in there. And they have a spread. And they have like bamboo cups. Um, and I know that Mark Steknovak, I think, designed the kitchen. And he helped design our restaurant in, in Australia. And he was telling me about this like 10 years ago, the project. Anyway, I know they have like legitimate firepower there. And I see it on the first, on the, on the table, when you pick up a plate, they have white beans, navy beans with artichoke. On the other end, they have teriyaki chicken with broccoli on uh, it's like a cup like this mm-hmm. um, bamboo with rice they have a focaccia turkey bacon lettuce sandwich mm-hmm. and they have what is always at every one of these fucking events the caprese sandwich <laughs> right mm-hmm. and they also had an egg white fried rice that I was like I don't, I don't want that so People are sitting down because I went to the bathroom. They were already sitting down and I'm late and I get my sandwich and I look. First thing I do is I have to look at what everyone else is eating. Sure. Right. I don't. Why am I looking at what everyone else is eating? Why? To, to, I mean, besides judging them for their choices? No. To see how much of yeah, exactly. each one they've chosen? Yes. Yeah. If you are a big boy Asian, you got to judge. You can't have more than the other yes, people. Yes. You can't have more. So yeah. I immediately, I'm pissed because... You actually they, have to have one less than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, they have two cups or one cup. And like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't roll in with a fucking plate of fucking food. Mm-hmm. So I get an artichoke navy bean and a chicken as my cup. And I get a focaccia sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because it matched two of the four people that were there. So I'm like, okay. Uh, that's what I, I'm, I'm. I'm normal like you. I'm normal. <laughs> I'm normal. <laughs> Look at me. Look at I'm the same as you. Um, and I taste it. I taste the artichoke, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like that's really good and mm. properly seasoned. Like salt was perfect." I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I take it in. I'm like eating the whole thing. I'm like, "Wow, this is really fucking good." And I keep on saying, "This is really good." And then I eat the teriyaki chicken. I was like, wow. And then I eat the rice on the bottom, which is hard to do at scale like that for a thousand people. Mm-hmm. So, whoa, this is really good. I'm eating it. And not just because I was hungry. I wasn't because I had so much caffeine. It was like I did cocaine or something. I was not <laughs> hungry at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's really good. And then I take a bite of the focaccia sandwich. Perfect. It's perfectly seasoned. It was really good. I'm not cooking. I was like, fuck. I see everyone eating. They're barely like they maybe have eaten top. They're grazing, mm. and I'm like, motherfuckers, mm. you motherfuckers. Now if I get up and get more, I'm gonna look like a horrible fucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Well, you know what? I even really, though you wanted more, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. What can you? Would you? Would you have gotten up and gotten more when no one else is really eating? No, I'm the I'm the guy who has to cover up my airplane tray when I'm done eating yeah. to, to hide no that I to ate hide. all of it. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> like, of course, because, I'm not getting up again. You know, because it's in this bamboo cup. There's no. It's you're na- you're literally like eating naked. That's what it felt like. I was like fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all I want to do, and I was starting dreaming about how good that could. If the focaccia sandwich was that good, 
was like, shit, I bet you that caprese is really good. <laughs> I just wanted a bite of the caprese sandwich, but I couldn't mm-hmm. because of social norms. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, it's, I'm with you, man. Would you have gotten up? I mean, you're talking to the guy who at the airport, like the airplane lounge, like like the you airline would, yeah, lounge. Yeah, I go up for seconds. I wait for the person to bring back the thing I want, and then I'll like you know get the greens off that. And that's because your weight is distributed across eight feet. <laughs> All in, I wanted to say that having been to many corporations over the years and offices where they serve lunch, I was fully expecting this to be total fucking garbage. Hmm. It was by far the best office food cooked on site wow. I've ever had. Wow. And it was like, if this is good, then I think whoever's in charge of the culinary operation at Apple, not that we need to be more jealous, like, it's really fucking good. Goddamn. I was shocked. I was legitimately shocked how good it was. And here's the fucking thing. Because I repeated it. Oh, this is really good. They thought I was being facetious. (laughs) Really, I was like, Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, this is really good. They don't fucking believe me. Oh, yeah, you're still, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was like, oh, sorry. It's sorry. Not good enough for you. Yeah. Sorry. And I'm like, no, it's fucking good. I'm telling you the truth. It's fucking good. That's enough, Dave. We, okay. This is all we have, man. Jesus. Oh, my God. Sorry. We couldn't be your gourmet stuff. Uh, yeah. No, I really enjoy it. I was like, how am I the asshole here? How am I turning to be the asshole here? I'm giving a fucking okay. compliment. If you want us to order something, we'll order something in for Dave specially. And here's the problem. If I just followed my gut, because I said that sort of then, it's really good. Because I wound up getting up for a drink. I didn't get a drink. I got a Diet Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper. What I really wanted in the drink section, they had uh, iced coffee, but it was like 180 calories. Mm -hmm. I looked like what I was, but I got that, a chocolate, a white chocolate matcha cookie and uh, a Diet Dr. Pepper. I got the Diet Dr. Pepper because I love Diet Dr. Pepper, but it canceled out the calories with the cookie, right? So sure. I come back, I sit sure. down, and it's like, it's a fucking good cookie. It's really good. And I'm like, holy shit, this is good too. And they're like, All Okay, right. we get it, dude. Sorry. <laughs> and it dawned on me that if I actually just, this is why you should follow your gut and your intuition always. And Dan the Torpedoes of Social Norms. If I actually got more fucking food. They would have believed you. They would have believed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> I tried to do the right thing. Right. You know, I think I played everything right, but they thought I was being a jokester. But if I just showed them my true big boy fucking self, they would have been like, wow, this fucking guy really likes the food. And the truth is, the social norm that you're talking about only lives in our heads. Because if they had seen you eat more, they would have been like really happy. They would have been and really maybe, proud. Maybe I would have, you know, broken the seal. Signal and they to them. Would've... They could have some more yes. focaccia. I got you. So I'm just, as a word of advice, this isn't a moif, this is an after school special message. If you are in a lunch setting and you are nervous, be the corporate office worker in Tampopo and order like a fucking lunatic. Do what you're going to do. Go fucking nuts. <laughs> go fucking crazy. I would go so far as to say, based on what you just said of them really not believing that you like the food, they're sort of grazing was about them not wanting to show that they liked what they're yeah. eating in front of you. I think you got to do oh, like a double plate or at least enough food where it's breaking the paper plate in half, right? That's mm-hmm. the amount of food you got to have. And if I did that, I think it would have like... It freed us all. It would have freed everybody from this stupid shit that we're <clears throat> governed by 
You I know? also like how you think that diet soda is like antimatter and cancels out <laughs> of, of cookies. That's not how science works. Okay. So that's that's what I was thinking the entire time. I was like, shit. If I just followed my intuition and what I wanted, I could have I could have freed a lot of people. I could have saved a lot of people, man. I could have saved a lot of lives. I could have increased the happiness of some people that day. I'm thinking. I, I really think if I'm sitting at your table, I don't know you. And I'm like, that's Steve Chang. I'm not going to be overly enthusiastic eating. I'm just gonna be like, I mean, this is garbage. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, right? It's bad. I, I'm, a, I'm a gourmand. I know it's bad. So how many times can you go back for seconds, though, at a buffet? There's a reason why they call We've it talked seconds. about buffet eating. But we didn't talk about it from the perspective of necessarily other people judging you. Yes. But how many times do you go back and how much food do you put on your plate? Because when it's like a wedding and it's buffet or something, Here's, you're always okay. judging your plate to everyone else. And you're always like, fuck, why, is my, why does my food look like a fucking mound? Right. And everyone else is just horizontal. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so the real, the real side-by-side comparison is, do you want to be seen with a huge mound of food? Or do you want to be seen with, a, with going back for five normal size plates? You got to hide the bones. If there's shrimp cocktail, you got to find ways to hide your shrimp cocktail. Yeah, that's what, that's what suit jacket pockets yeah. are for. Yeah, you got to find ways to hide it. It's really important. Yeah, It's really important. Without being a nuisance, you got to hide anything that is evidence that you've been munching on stuff in between lines. And, you know, I have to train myself to keep it in order. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I marvel at everyone else when they're just like, dude, it's like, what are you at a spa? <laughs> You, really, you have a photo shoot tomorrow? You really, you really like fruit that much? <laughs> what is going on? Are you kidding me? I mean, listen. I'll, I mean, when I'll, I see buffet, this is what it translates. Eat till you're unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. till you're satiated. Right. It's all you can eat, not all you, you want, want to, to eat. eat. It's just all you can eat. This is a test. <laughs> I say outdoor wedding, shrimp tails on the ground, fair game. Just throw them out there. You know, eat them and throw them on the ground. But I think... As in terms of if I'm at a table, at a wedding table, and there's a buffet, how many times can I return for food? I think two times is it. I think the second really? time. I think if you I go think back, now, now if you if go you back are, more than two times, it's If you're a well-adjusted human being over a certain age, two times is the limit. And then the third is coffee or something else. But, this, but okay, here's the, here's but the I other wanna, problem. The side is, plate is also a move, right? The side plate of something. Is not really part of the two, so it's two plus point two five. So it's like a it's like a bet. No more than two point five is allowed. Yes, and however you distribute that, and also you can't have it be a certain height. It's well, it's I, think it's gotta be gotta, le- I think it's got to shrink with each yeah, successive it's, trip. It's got to be less than two inches. In, 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 in I think height. by the time you go back for thirds, even if you have a side plate. I think by the third helping, it's got to just be like a thing or two. Just say like, oh, I really, I needed some more protein because I'm, I'm lifting. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you go back on a buffet? I think, I think usually second is the peak. Because first, you, you're the kind of trying stuff, see what you like. Yeah, and, second you go back, second you go big, hard. Third, yeah. you got to go small. Third yeah, is yeah, the yeah. extra third's, slice. Third's of, the chill. Third's the small yeah. slice of prime rib. Yeah. Uh, this is the realest conversation we've had in a long time. This is a slice, right? Yeah. Real fucking situation. I know for fucking sure you've been in here. Your first plate, you're like, I'm going to be in control. I'm going to do this right. You go to the salad bar mm-hmm. and you get your first plate is like salad and mm-hmm. like light things. Mm-hmm. You know? 
you you don't know what we're talking about. You're mm. you're you're a free. You know, it's, <laughs> it's salad and maybe some like grilled vegetables, and you're like, I'm just gonna. I do sneak a little something underneath the yeah, salad. Well, fine, but hide like, a little something. Maybe some there. smoked salmon, no, 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 no. whatever, whatever. It's, it's, it's smoked it's, salmon. It's, it's salad. It's that's what it's it is. It's very sensible, and you're proud of yourself. You make this plate, you compose, and you're like, "Good job, Dave. Right? Good job, Chris. Like, you're a, you're a fucking adult now. Look at this fucking plate. Look at this fucking plate of nothing. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Sure. But you sit down, you eat it unhappily. Yep. Because you know that you're about to go get for seconds. Mm-hmm. And then you go in, all right. I, that first plate is a bunch of like nothing burger, right? Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. air. Then I'm going to get, you do two. This is the problem now. People are judging you for being the fucking person that got the most amount of food. But you want to tell them, no. First one wasn't food. First one wasn't food. (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't eat salad. I got my vegetables. Fuck you. You went double prime rib. Fucking fuck you. No. I I got the salad. Yeah. I did it right. Yeah. But they're judging you as the fucking evil motherfucker. Because I've left the table too many times to go back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So like you have to cut that person some slack and I think they're the really truly the MVP don't 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 judge them do you ever have, do you ever run into this conundrum where the last thing I want to happen at a situation like whether it's a any sort of buffet wedding corporate event any sort of thing the last thing I want to happen is to have my empty plate on the table next to my new full plate to show at all times that I'm eating my second plate of food so when I go back for my second one, I have an eye all the time on the table <laughs> waiting for the buster to come to remove the plate oh, so you can, because I cannot return to my table until the plate has been removed. <laughs> so theoretically, it might be my first plate. Oh my God. My actual worst nightmare is me going up to the buffet and them telling me, sir, not everyone has been served yet. <laughs> that's, that's actually happened to me. It was like the worst feeling I've ever had. I was just like, I'll I, I just go back to my seat then. You know, like that is the fuck. I, you, I, like, first of all, fuck you because I'm always the last table to get invited to the buffet and I see motherfuckers like you and I'm like, that guy's getting seconds. You know, to finish this all off, I want to start to where we sort of began. So if all, if I look at my friends like it's Ready Player One and there's a number over their head, right? I won't tell you your number. I won't tell you your number, but it's above 50. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're above 50s. What? It's out of 300. <laughs> out of 100. Out of 100. You're high up there. You guys are high up there. I appreciate Thanks. that. appreciate that. But this is real. Again, immediate deduction of 25 points. If you're walking into the airport with an airport, you're fucking out. You're straight out. You are never going to be back in that tier one class. Mm-hmm. This is legitimate things that you can judge. And I would just want to see if you guys feel the same way. You're at a buffet, wedding, whatever the fuck. Vegas buffet. When you see the person bring back their plate with dessert and savory food on it. Oh. Can't do it. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, and they that. don't even think anything's wrong. That's what a child does. Oh, a, a deduction fuck. of 25 points right off the bat. Yeah, that's what a child does. <laughs> Child, you see, no, no child I hold here is doing that. That's ridiculous. That. You know what I mean? And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Can't do that. It's like, you know, for so many reasons. House with muddy shoes. What the fuck are you doing? So many reasons. First yeah. of all, a dessert is a free plate. You go back and get all dessert, dumbass. 
You just ate all your savory real estate for something you were to get for free. Not only are they a dumbass. You idiot. You, yes, they're so stupid. Because it shows me that like I can't trust this person to make a responsible decision. Because <laughs> what they should be doing as they get ham and fucking an omelet or whatever... They have to be eating the cookie as they're getting food. Oh. D- don't put the fucking food, the dessert on your plate. You sneak that shit into yeah, you your mouth. you a sweet treat, you got to eat it on the way. You don't waste the plate. Don't oh waste the plate. I, I, I can't even understand. When I see that happen, it drives me insane. You can't put a goddamn cookie next to mashed potatoes. This ain't a Swanson's Hungry Man meal. And even that has fucking <laughs> compartments. compartments. I'm just upset yeah. even thinking about this person. Yeah. This is fucking monsters. Who the fuck... Lots of people. I've, de- I've definitely seen it. I've definitely seen it. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just saying we have to call them out. Mm-hmm. Next time you see someone do this, just do your civil duty and call them out and say, listen. To, to knock their plate on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> or you pick up your food and you move to another table. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be like one of those extremist podcasts that like incites violence, but you should knock a plate out of someone's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and try that again. <laughs> or just eat it for them. Just grab the cake off and eat it. Be like, hey, I did you a favor. You got some more room for mashed potatoes, dumbass. Get back in there. <laughs> again, over a certain age, if you're a child, it makes sense. <laughs> All right, guys. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple. Thank you to everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.